A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Taking the plunge to start her own company, Coco PR and Communications, I'd like to welcome Shanti Jerland, who is a frequent visitor here to Money FM, bringing in clients. Uh, but now she's in the mic to talk about her story. Good to see you, Shanti. Thank you, Jason. It was about three years ago that you made this big plunge. Uh, you decided to start your own. PR and communications company. What went through your mind? Why did you do it? Well, I guess after working for two other agencies for about nine and a half years, I've decided to take a sabbatical break for a while. And after much consideration and thought, I decided, um, what should I do? And then essentially, my husband motivated me and he felt like he saw the things that I was doing. And he was my motivating factor that he pushed me and said, why don't you push yourself ahead and set up your own agency? So that's what I did. But it's a bit scary, isn't it? Because you've got the security of being in a a company, someone else's company. You've got the paycheck coming in. But to actually go out on your own, it's not easy, is it? Definitely not. I would not say it was easy. It was so much of consideration. I was thinking about all the risk factors. But again, he kept continuing to push me and say that I'm sure there will be a way that you can get across. So with um, a lot of determination and faith, I just went ahead and that was the best decision I've done. But what kind of challenges did you have to overcome to do that? In three years, you've been doing it. I guess the first year I had to handle all by myself. So there was no staff at all and um, I handled all the clients by myself. I said that maybe along the way I had just an intern and that is about it. But otherwise, my first year was a bit challenging, getting the company set up, getting the administration set up. But in terms of handling the clients was the only thing that I handled by myself. And then essentially when things were picking up, I decided, okay, I really need help and I started recruiting candidates. And I guess, uh, you know, when you actually have to employ people, then you have to manage people. That's a whole different thing. You're not just managing clients, but you're managing staff as well, right? And that can be very difficult. Yes, it was. I think essentially while you are setting out the business, you're still on a learning growth. And essentially that's where I realized that, yes, you're right, that handling clients and handling staff is totally different. But I have to be very thankful that in every step of the way that the candidates that I pick and choose, I try to be very careful of who I'm hiring. Um, And of course, there's going to be days that uh, you set your expectations and there's certain things that you have to manage your staff expectations as well. So I guess it's a take and give situation, but you're still learning while you're growing them as well. Speaking to Shanti Jerlin, Managing Director for Coco PR and Communications PT Limited, who went out on her own three years ago. Major leap of faith. How difficult was it attracting clients? I mean, obviously you had a relationship with people from working in the industry for some time, but actually being out on your own, a small company... What did you do to try and attract them? To be very honest, when I first announced that I was setting up my own agency, I have to admit a lot of my um, media friends, ex-clients, friends around me were very supportive. In fact, they spread the word about me to their contacts. And most of the clients that came to me was through word of mouth. So that's essentially how I actually got my clients. Were people surprised? Were they saying, wow, you know, Shanti, she's not that old and, you know, she's here she is, she's going out on her own. What, what, What kind of reactions did you get? I think most of them was, like what you say, they were surprised, Mm. but they were very supportive. So I can't be any thankful for that. Um, Instead of me knocking doors to get clients, um, very humbly, I think, through word of mouth, most of the clients came to me. So in that way, I'm just quite thankful and blessed that it happened that way. Were some of the former employers, uh, you know, maybe not as supportive because they were concerned you might take their business away? Did you get any of that? 
No, I didn't because I was in the business for nine years and I know what are the protocols. But I definitely had my ex-bosses who were very, very supportive mm. because when I was setting up my agency that I decided to do that, I gave them a heads up and uh, told them that I want to do this. And they gave me their wishes and they were really, really happy that I came on my own. So what is Coco PR and communications your speciality and what kind of clients do you try and cater to? So because over nine years I've been exposed to luxury hospitality, travel, tourism, fashion, corporate startups. So I've been exposed to a variety of industries. So there's not a single um, industry that I'm niche to, even though I have two personal passions in certain client industries that I, I still want to grow in that area. But otherwise, in Coco PR, for example, like uh, medical is something that I've not been exposed to, but I'm working with medical clients. So I always feel like I'm just open to the kind of industries that clients come to me for PR services. So I evaluate and look into how I can help them. So there's not a specific niche at the moment that I am. And what about the logistics of doing it? You know, setting up an office and, you know, just getting everything going with utilities and, you know, everything, all the small things. Did, did that surprise you, those, uh, all the details? Yes, it was. But uh, I think in the first year, I was working from home. Mm -hmm. So that's how I guess most entrepreneurs start off. And then when my business picked up, I decided it's time for me to get an office. So most of those uh, logistics, I have to be thankful to my husband because he took that part of that role to help me out to look for office and space. And you're in the East Coast, right, your office? Yes, that's right. In Juchiat? Yes, it? in Juchiat. Uh, right, okay. So, right. That, so how do you find that neighborhood, uh, you know, for attracting business and doing what you're doing? Is it Does it match well? Um, it's fine for now because the reason being is most of the time I have to be meeting my clients elsewhere but in terms of space and the neighbourhood is picking up so well it's really a cosy area close to Katong otherwise in terms of the location it's pretty accessible for everyone including my staff so let's go back in your life a bit because you are Singaporean, aren't you? Um, tell us about what you were like growing up and you know getting into business and you, were you always an entrepreneurial person? Not really. I was I was just thinking that all this while I'll be probably be working for someone else. Mm. But right now, I um, didn't expect I'd be working for myself. And I'm more of a dynamic and challenging person. So I set my own values and metrics. And if I've tried, I've tried myself and I give my best. So I guess in the terms of that, I, I kind of like feel that I, I'm glad of uh, the decision that I've made be an entrepreneur right now. So you're the kind of person who's always pushing yourself to try and achieve something and you're setting your heart on yourself maybe. Absolutely. Um, I try to be hard on myself but I set very high expectations for myself. Not just for myself but even for the business itself. So I guess that's how I've been grown up. Even been exposed to all the industries that I've been working to. They always push me to the limit. So that's why I'm just doing the same back to myself. Speaking to Shanti Jerlin, Managing Director for Coco PR and Communications. She took the plunge three years ago to start on her own. So far is uh, doing well with a lot of prestigious international travel, lifestyle and hospitality brands. So your education, RMIT, that's an Australian school and also Oklahoma, right? Yep, that's right. How did that uh, mould you? I was basically working in OCBC Bank and I was there for about nine years and I did five years of part-time studies, so always attending um, night classes in different institutions. And my university was in SIM and that's where RMIT was in collaboration with them. And basically it was not easy while working and studying at the same time. 
So that itself um, has already molded me to be a tougher person. Yeah, that must have been exhausting. I mean, all those years in the bank. Yes, um, correct. What was that like? It was great. Um, I have to say that I had really encouraging colleagues, especially where I was being even bonded by the bank. They sponsored me to do my education, even for something that was not relevant to what I was working for. So in that way, in every step of my way, I feel like I was really thankful for a lot of good mentors and bosses who really grow me to be who I am right now. So that's that's how it was. How different was your banking role at OCBC compared to what you're doing now? How, how massive a change was that? It was totally a massive change because um, I was doing a lot of administration. I was in the audit department. I was assisting the auditors, assisting the head of auditor. But however, working in the bank, there were certain things that I was doing a lot of editorial for the corporate communications in the bank um, and at the same time organizing a lot of events so that itself has some form like started kind of like a bit of experience over there and then essentially um, I moved into working for a developer who was building a boutique hotel and that's essentially what happened where I got to work with a PR agency who was promoting the property for the launch. What kind of advice would you give to someone like you, but you know, back then, you know, working at a bank and maybe has the dream of, of working in PR communications, having their own business? I mean, they might feel very far away in that situation, but I guess you started to make the crossover with projects you're working on. Anything you'd say to people out there who are considering doing what you're doing? The only thing I would say is always follow what you are passionate about and what you love to do because I think that is so important, especially where I attended all the night classes and I'm not bashing anyone else, but I know there are people who they pursue what they are studying at that time, but they don't do what they they were studying. Mm. So I was pretty strong in what I wanted to study and what I want to learn. And eventually I wanted to take off with what my education has taught me to. So that's the reason why I felt like that's always fully your passion. If you love what you do, I'm sure you can excel in the area that you're passionate about. But it must have been really tough and tiring to do all those years of, of study while you're working full time. How, how close were you to quitting? Not at all. Because I think uh, my parents are very supportive and I think it's it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of dedication. It's a lot of that days that, yes, I want to throw the towel off and I'll just like, mm. I want to give up. But I keep telling myself that why I even started. So I think it's it's all about you pushing yourself. Well, I've seen you running through East Coast Park, pushing yourself, you know, where we uh, cross paths sometimes there. And uh, you definitely are determined, you're disciplined. Where would you like to be in five years' time? I would like to see my agency in more of a, a regional agency. That means I want to have to have more um, offices around the world and also specializing in a variety of different or even niche industries. Around the world. Wow. Yes. Offices around the world. That's a big, big plan. Yeah. So how do we find out more about Coco PR and communications? Is there a website or how do we reach out to you? So you can go to the website, www.cocoprigency.com.sg. Really great to talk to Shanti Jerland, uh, Managing Director for Coco PR and Communications. Congratulations on what you've achieved so far, and it takes a lot of courage, and you showed that courage, and wish you best for the future. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.